Hello, Robin. Hey, Steve. So today we're talking with Robin McPherson, who's located in San Francisco and who is a polyglot and who has a channel, Robin McPherson. I'll leave a link here in the description box. And he puts out interesting videos, such as, you know, same as I do, about different aspects of language learning based on his own experience. Robin, you were saying just now that one of your most uh, popular videos has been on the subject of uh, how to think in a foreign okay, language. So I'll let you describe, let you describe the video and maybe we can discuss that a bit. Yeah, because the reason I want to talk is with this with you about this is that I, in that video, I tried to present like a newer perspective because I find that this question is asked all the time. How do I start thinking in a foreign language? Mm -hmm. And I have found that lots of people gave a response that isn't super helpful, which is often like, well, the goal is to not think, right? The goal is to just speak, which may be true, but I don't think it's, it doesn't satisfy the, this like big gap in this learner's desire for life, but I want to know what should I be doing? So in that video, I presented this idea that one of the best things you can do is to actually sort of practice talking to yourself. And I, in the video, I went into some different techniques because people sometimes feel uncomfortable talking to yourself. But the reason why I suggested this is that when you think about thinking in general, it's, it's a bit like an inside voice, right? And so I have found that once I get to a point where I can, I'm not super concerned with speaking amazingly well. Uh, it's just that I, I start to talk to myself a lot and I have found that this is a really good way of becoming comfortable with this sort of internal dialogue that maps quite well to this idea of thinking in a foreign language. So that's my thought. Mm. The, so the first thing is I'm curious what you think about that. But the, the biggest thing I would love to hear from you about is that the most common question in the comments I have is people are terrified that by talking to themselves or just talking at all, they're going to be repeating their mistakes and sort of, you know, uh, causing permanent or semi-permanent damage because they're going to be just internalizing their mistakes. So what do you think um, about this idea of sort of talking to yourself or maybe even journaling? It doesn't have to be spoken. This, this idea of an internal dialogue. Uh, and then how do you feel about this concern that so many people seem to have that they'll be repeating their own mistakes by speaking at all? Mm -hmm. Well, you know, I think uh, everyone has their own uh, path, you know, or the things that they like to do. So, I mean, I haven't mm -hmm. tried talking to myself. I really can't keep it up for very long. Uh, mm -hmm. I might say a few phrases during the day, phrases that are running through my mind as I'm learning a language, but I have not been able to do much talking to myself. So I really can't talk about that as a, you know, what, the, what, how beneficial that is or might not be. Um, in, uh, you know, as you know, my emphasis on the input. So I just mm -hmm. find yeah. that, uh, uh, as you know, through a lot of input, eventually the, the, the new language just is meaning. I'm no longer translating. It's just meaning. And similarly, right. as we start outputting in the language, uh, we begin by doing a lot of translating, uh, from our own language. And in time we start reacting with the words and phrases that we've basically socked into our brain through a lot of input. So right. I, I just let that process, uh, happen. And I am not aware of speak, any. Though, yeah. So when you do speak, though, it's again, it's not even. Let's say it's not even just to yourself. Yeah. When you start, because I, you know, I remember watching way back when you did your Korean ninety day challenges, and you would go out to the laundromat uh, right. with the Korean owners. Yeah. 
do you worry about that you're okay you're going to be making mistakes and repeating them and that those are going to become internalized okay i uh i can't say that i don't worry about making mistakes i prefer not to make mistakes but if i mm -hmm. if i let my worrying about mistakes inhibit me then i won't speak so i just go i let it come out however it comes out and uh hopefully and in fact typically it gets better very very slowly it doesn't get better very quickly um, right. insofar as ingraining mistakes i don't believe that happens uh as right. long as you maintain your input activities so right. where you have people you know and this is the case often with immigrants they have sort of achieved a certain level where they can output certain things and they understand certain things and that's as far as they're ever going to get in the language in my case when I listen and read, I continue my input activities. Even when I lived in Japan, I continue my input activities, listening mm -hmm. all the time, reading all the time, trying to notice how the language works so that actually I make fewer and fewer mistakes because I'm becoming more right. and more familiar with the language. But if you, if you don't make that effort, if you just, you know, here's the language that I'm going to use. Yeah. You, you, you might ingrain some mistakes. As you know, I'm not a great believer in speaking early, but I also don't believe that it, I, I think it's irrelevant. I don't think it, you would ingrain mistakes. I think it's possible to make a mistake today, not make it next week and then make it again the following week. So, uh, right. you know, uh, uh, yeah. So I, I don't see that as a problem. Uh, I'm just not a big fan of speaking early, but if I'm in a situation like when I lived in Japan where I have people around me speaking the language, I will obviously take advantage every chance I get and I won't worry about it. Yeah, I agree. And, and I, I have a very similar approach by and large where I tend to not, I, well, I a, don't speak early and B, I just, I tend to not really worry about um, speaking. Uh, I just, it just sort of happens. Mm -hmm. But but I do, I have found that the more advanced I get in a language, the easier it becomes to fix my mistakes. Right. So a, a, a simple example is when I was living in Japan, I remember living there and I was telling a story. And for whatever reason in that story, I kept referencing, um, a, a lady who was part of the story and I kept saying like kono onna or sono onna this word onna meaning woman mm -hmm. and someone corrected me and they said it's not wrong but it it'd be a lot more appropriate for this particular you know setting if you said jose mm -hmm. instead of mm -hmm. onna and I I swear I because I was already at a very advanced level I almost never made that mistake ever mm. again. And those people who were who became close friends of mine, they pointed out multiple times, not just that one. Like, as they would correct me and as they would sort of uh, give me suggestions, I would internalize them very, very quickly. And I've just always found that, that, that that's why I don't worry so much about, yeah, maybe I get a couple of bad habits. Maybe I'm repeating the same error. But I know that as I get better and better and better, it's, in my experience, it's going to be easier and easier to actually patch those things up. Uh, and when I do, I'll actually understand why. Yeah. Have you had any, do you have any thoughts on that? Have you had any experiences? Well, um, um, you know, uh, first of all, you can't rely on people correcting your mistakes. Right. What I find happens is you start to notice things that you hadn't noticed before. And right. yeah. so first of all, to say Ona is not wrong. And in certain right. situations you say Ona no Kata, or you might right. say Jose. And you have to develop a sense of which one is a, appropriate in which context. And that yeah. sense develops over time uh, after having been involved in different situations, whether as a participant 
listening to other people talk, watching TV, whatever it might be, you start to develop a better sense. You start to notice things over time. Now, having someone point something out to you is one way of noticing it. Uh, it's mm -hmm. not a bad idea to read a grammar book once you're very good in the language, in the target language, because it mm -hmm. again helps you notice things. But um, yeah, uh, I, I just think we notice more and more things as we get further and further along in, in the language. And uh, I, I don't worry about, and I don't think people should worry about mistakes they make in nearly stages because they just don't have enough experience in, in the language. Yeah. So how are they possibly going to know these things? And even if they read the rule, I mean, studying a rule or having a teacher teach you something may have very little impact. You may learn it then, understand it then, forget it the following week uh, and notice it again yeah. six months later. So yeah, I, I don't worry about things in the early stages, no. <laughs> I, I remember a long time ago, you used to always talk about the, um, I'm not sure it was like the five keys of language learning and one of them was the ability to notice. Yeah, three keys actually, but yeah. Uh, three, okay, there we go. Uh, yeah, that was, I mean, the first time you said that must have been 10 years ago, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think. Um, and I've found the same thing to be true. And, and I've honestly found even, I think one of the, the greatest abilities that polyglots develop or just people who learn lots of languages um, over a period of time is it's just becoming sort of hypersensitive um, to noticing things like, and, and it becomes sort of second nature. So when I'm uh, listening to someone speak, um, even in a new language, I've now, I know what I should be at least looking out for. And I just notice lots and lots and lots of things. And I find that you just end up with tons and tons of data points. And so if I'm learning Swedish, for example, and I'm talking to someone or watching a television show or listening to a podcast, if I hear a word that I recognize, I'm noticing many, many things about that. I'm noticing what was the context that it was used in or like what were the what was the phrase like? Or, you know, I'm just noticing lots of things. And I think that is a skill that polyglots develop is just that ability to to know what to look out for and then notice a lot more stuff more quickly. Yeah, I, I think the process might be a little bit less deliberate than that. I think it just happens naturally. Uh, yeah. Because we have been exposed to so many languages, we are naturally, without even wanting to, to, to be that way, we're more curious about language, how languages work, and, and we're more confident as learners. I mean, these are things that happen. That's why uh, people who speak uh, a few languages, five, four, five, six, find it easier to learn new languages. They're just more observant. It's like if you, if you play three or four sports, it's going to be easier for you to pick up a fifth sport. So just yeah. to, to close out here, so tell us which languages you speak. Um, so I speak French, Japanese, Italian, Spanish, Portuguese, German, Swedish. Oh. Um, and I'm now learning uh, Mandarin Chinese. My goodness. Uh, okay. Yeah. All right. Not quite as many as you. Oh, I know you well, have yeah, a, you have a surprising yet. catalog. Yet. I didn't know that many when I was your age either. Okay, any <laughs> final thoughts for my viewers? I uh, just want to say it's, it's a pleasure to be on the channel. Uh, again, I was when I was in Japan, that was when I first started learning uh, more languages than just Japanese. And I actually had a massive playlist of uh, all, all the videos on this very channel. And I remember I would, while doing the dishes, ironing, I would listen to them. And I, I honestly learned a lot of the principles that guided me through the next 10 years. So it's just a pleasure to be on your channel. And uh, yeah, thanks okay. for connecting. Okay, and language learning is all about enjoying it. It is. Okay, so, yeah. thank you. Bye, Robin. Bye, right, Steve.